Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and I want to thank you for joining me today. What are we talking about today? Well, let's see. We are talking about how people learn and why this is important to your next launch and how you structure your programs, how you offer your programs, and kind of building on a little bit of what we talked about last week on the podcast, which was why are we all in such a rush to go evergreen? And this week, I want to kind of dive more into like the individual and the person. And this is really what you should be thinking about when you're launching. So this won't be a super long podcast today, but I did want to talk a little bit about this because I do see people rushing to go evergreen, which kind of insinuates a little bit of the not live. I'm not in in there at all. I This is just a deliver a product and let someone go at it. But I think one more question, really, this is like the continuation of last week. What am I saying? Is asking yourself, does this type of learning style fit my audience or the majority of my audience? Are there people who really can't go it alone? Is this is this thing that I'm creating right for people to just work at at their own pace? Does there need to be a specific process? Do they need someone leading them through, doing check-ins with them, helping them understand the content and answering questions throughout the process? Now, I did mention last week that I had a lot of back and forth about this myself because to be totally honest, I, I feel like a launch is something where there needs to be a lot of in not not that there needs to be a lot of excess interaction with other people on what to do, because I do think there's something, and this is maybe just my work style, is that I need to kind of sit, be really quiet, come up with the strategy in my head. I may need to talk it out with people, but I'm the one who has to make that final decision on how things go. So when I was not sure can fearless launching be done solo or not? The really the only people's opinions that mattered on that were my past students, people who've gone through fearless launching, people who know me, people who know the program. And what was interesting is, you know, some people, there was a mix of people and this may be the case for you. So first of all, I guess, I guess the main thing I want to impart to you today is do you know what your people need? Do do the people in your audience prefer to learn on their own as solo, DIY, self-paced? Are they self-motivated, self-structured in the way that they manage their time in order to get through the material in in the time and in the kind of flow and frequency that you intended? Because there is something about learning something and sure, you could buy, let's say, a program like B-School and in theory get through it throughout the year. And some people do that. Some people just kind of go at their own pace no matter what's going on. But is that group, is that live piece important? So some people need that. So like the solo thing, they want to just jump in, get to it, done. They don't want to discuss it. They just want to get to work. They're fast implementers. They're very self-motivated. And there were some people like that even in – actually, there's people like that in every single round of Fearless Launching. People who, A, don't join the Facebook group. B, just get to the work on their own. C, email me if they do come up with any questions or simply message me towards the end and say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I 
I got this result, this result, this result. And I'm actually honestly sometimes surprised to hear from them because when I, my, my take on learning and the way that I learn is very much in that group external accountability. So, so it takes me a little bit to stop and be like, oh yeah, I guess there are people who can do it by themselves. Uh, I know a lot of people who fit in that category. The other kind of way people might learn is just knowing that there's a group going through with them. So this is actually a plus, I think, no matter if you have a solo solo or self-paced course, is to have some kind of group element to it where people join all at once. There is something to that kind of bonding that people can do, knowing that there are other people side by side going through it with them. However, that only goes so far because if there's no live interaction, if there's nothing kind of moving people through at the same pace, then at some point that that group support without the live element might break down. The next piece is the live element, which to me, in the courses and classes, educational experiences, whatever, where I got the most out of them, they were live and they required me to show up several times a week. So for Fearless Launching, and I'm just going to refer to Fearless Launching because that's that's my product. That's what I know. That's the program that I teach in. That's where I'm, that's my testing ground. That's my sandbox. So for Fearless Launching, up until now, I've had it completely live, but I've always tried to nurture the group in between those live sessions, which if you think about it is the majority of the year, knowing that I only launch it either once or twice during the year, depending on the demand and depending on my energy level. <laughs> Actually, that's really what it depends on because usually if I feel exhausted, there's no way I can launch it. And I'm still trying to decide for the remainder of 2015 what the future of Fearless Launching, that live session is going to be because Believe me, believe believe you me, <laughs> the way that I like to roll in the class is that I like to be able to be there, be on, not be interrupted, and with a with a family, with lots of responsibilities outside my business, it is very difficult to plan when there's going to be a time when I can, you know, show up several times a week where I can be in that Facebook group, all of that stuff. So, but that's what I like. So the live element, that, so this time around, I had a few different things that I added, which got some really great response from the members who actually were in that level. So the pro level of the course, which is the highest level and may actually end up being the only level you can actually join to be part of the live stuff, uh, the this live round this live pro round basically included a kickstart call on Mondays, which was my way of doing a very boot camp. This is what you need to focus on this week so that if you couldn't get to the course content, no big whoop. You would literally know what to do, what to focus on, and then move forward because that's that's really what I want people to be able to do. That's what I want to do. Just tell me what to do this week. I don't want to watch a bunch of videos right now. I don't have the time. I'm, I need to launch. So that was the the focus of that. There was really no Q&A during that time. It was me pretty much giving my 30-minute synopsis or 45-minute. It was a 30-minute call usually unless I just kept talking. But it was usually a 30-minute call kind of talking about what they should do for the week, how to set their top five for the week, which I have talked about before. 
And uh, and if you're on any of my periscopes, which check out hashtag launch scope, but I'm doing them. We'll see how long I can keep up the every morning thing where I check in at 9.30, tell you to tell you my top three, if I did my top three for the day before, and what and ask, actually ask you what your top three are. But basically, that's what the Monday call was, was that check-in, really important check-in. And then Thursdays, there, there was a normal virtual office hours for everybody. But those pro members got that, and then they got the other one. And then the other thing that I added into the course, which I thought was really important, were these implementation weeks. This is kind of like your review, reset your priorities, and then move forward. Uh, I'm getting better at doing those, and the next time around, I've already have like a new ish structure for how those will go so that they can actually benefit the people going through the course because the the course itself see I I, maybe I think differently about courses, but I think, what is that outcome for the course? And yes, I've got all this great stuff. It's all awesome. I love it. Whatever, videos, transcripts, worksheets. But I want to make sure that you're on your way to launch. So if you don't get through a video in module one, I'm not going to smack your the back of your hand and say, well, you fail. You didn't, you didn't watch that video. I'm looking for what you're spending your time on and are you moving forward towards that launch? Now, if you aren't actually, well, here's the thing, funny thing. This is kind of like an insight into the people who do join the program. If you know you're not ready to launch, but you're like, you know what? I know I have to get ready to launch because I will be there soon, which to be honest, I think is the best time to start thinking about a launch is when you're not like, oh, I'm doing it next week. But I think that that's when you can that's when you can focus on the content make notes question about the content get really clear on it but usually people are joining either when they're about to launch or they're launching pretty soon and going through the content it's a challenge going through the content of any course is a challenge so for me a course like B school honestly ended up kind of being very frustrating not because i didn't love the content because I love that content and I love that course and I will go through it every single year if I can, but I know that I need that external accountability. So I have to make space to be on those live calls, even if I'm not asking questions. I need to be in the group interacting because I need that external accountability and interaction and kind of camaraderie. So the point here is... Do you know how your people learn the best? Do you, can, how can you find out? Well, you could find out by just asking them directly. And I did this. I did this actually last, maybe a few months ago, actually, when I asked people, look, would you like a self-paced version, a boot camp version? I don't think my wording was exactly right on, to be totally honest. But the overwhelming number did say self-paced. But I suspect that what they really mean is they want it when they want it and then, but then they do, they will want that support. No one who goes through fearless launching doesn't reach out to me. I am usually in connect contact with them either during the course or during that next round of the course when they're like, hey, I didn't have time to go through it, but I'm ready to do it again. And this is also why even though I do offer now this solo version of fearless launching, it doesn't include the 
community. It doesn't include the live calls. But even so, the reason why I decided to offer it was specifically because of some key people who got some great results without a lot of interaction. However, I won't lie. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be all sneaky, but I know that once people try to go through this content on their own, they'll go through it. But when they're actually ready to launch in that launch mode, I'm going to be hearing from them, and and then I'm going to remind them that they can upgrade to the full course, which I will absolutely allow anybody who joins that solo version to do. Because I know that launching requires, first of all, I know that I know that what launching requires, doesn't matter how experienced, how many launches you have under your belt, you need support. You need people you can bounce things off of, which means you need a community. You need like feedback from someone maybe who has, has expertise, but has an outside view of your business. You need access to a bunch of different brilliant minds and resources, and you need a roadmap, at least something to jump off of. Not that it's going to dictate your every move and once everything's checked off, that's it. But I know that if, I know that you need all those things and the concepts of launching are important, but you need someone to kind of go through that with and Man, Targentilly is just getting shout outs about this quote, but she said this in Claire Pelletro's The Get Paid podcast. Business is a social act, or it should be, I think. I don't think she said those exact words, but essentially, business is a social act. And I was like, oh, no, no, she did not just say that. And I kind of got chills. Okay, so I'm a maniac. I get chills over business podcasts. (laughs) But seriously, I was just like, oh, my God, that is so true. It's like when you're even when you're writing a book, which is a very solitary thing, you eventually hand it to an editor maybe the or the manager or somebody like that who's going to represent you and then they make their comments you make some feedback then they bring it to like a publisher or something and once you get signed then then those people are going to have multiple feedback there's no piece of work even if it starts in your little creative cave that doesn't end out getting feedback from many many different people so anyway so that's why i know that for most things for most conceptual, strategic things, courses and educational programs, even very straightforward, do this, now do this, now do this. Everything needs a social component. And while I do know that people can absolutely go through fearless launching and succeed and launch their things and get success because it has happened over and over again. I'm going to be sharing some of those with you very soon. And even though I know that, and even though I know that, I also know that what's going to take you to that next step is the interaction, is the willingness to listen, to process what people are saying, to make a decision. And, but it does require outside feedback. I mean, if for nothing, for no other kind of feedback, you at least need the feedback and to listen to it from the people who are actually giving you money. So, In closing today, I want to just say, consider how your people learn and how your people learn best or how they want to learn. 
Before you decide on whether you should offer a self-paced, a group, a live, or if it's available all the time, all that evergreen stuff. And if you want to like hear the first part, some other questions that to ask before going evergreen, go ahead and head to the show notes and there's a link to the last last week's episode. Because I I do think there's a lot of, you know, I think a lot about this stuff and I've been accused of overthinking it. But I do think that this this psychology piece just fascinates me because there are many things we can do on our own. And some people are just so good at it. They're so good at doing stuff on their own. They're so good at taking action. They're so good at at completing things, executing, implementing, done, done, and done. At some point, though, you're going to need feedback. But the first step, if you if you want to get through the first stuff by yourself, awesome, do it. That's what I say. And that is it. Okay. So before I let you go today, I do want to remind you, I would love it if you would head over to the launch shop, my brand new shop over at ansamoylove.com forward slash shop and choose your own adventure. Click on training and you're going to see what I've done to fearless launching to create my solo version of fearless launching, you'll see that it includes everything that I offer normal live members of the program. The only thing you don't get is the community and the calls. So if those things kind of, you don't need them anyways, awesome. And if you do realize you need them, that's cool too, because you can always join in the live fun. So I want to invite you to check those out. And then also, I do want to let you know that if you enroll, this is this is kind of like my little like weird side note here, but if you do enroll in this solo package level, whatever you want to call it, this solo version of the program before the end of the day on Monday, that you will also be eligible to be on our live, one live Q&A call in September so that you guys have enough time to go through the meat of the content and you can get at least one call with me and get all your questions answered. In fact, I likely will turn it into a hot seat call because today I just had a hot seat call that just like... Like got me so amped up about giving feedback and sharing and helping people with their launches. So if you want to be on that call in September, and it's only going to be a handful of people, it's only going to be the people who are solo members. Sorry, if I keep saying solo, it's like my homage to Star Wars somehow. Wasn't there a line like that? I feel like there was. Anyways, head over there now. I would love to hear what if you have any questions, your feedback, if you're like, mm, you know what, I really was hoping I would be able to get into the Fearless Launching community group. So let me know. Give me some feedback here. I need you. I need you people. All right. Have a great one. I will talk to you next week. And if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, we'll head on over to iTunes, search for the Fearless Launching Show and subscribe. Then of course, I would love your ratings. I would love your reviews. I would love to hear from you. But you know what? Besides all that, just send me an email. Tell me what's up. What's going on? What are you struggling with? What are you launching? More importantly, what are you launching? Let's get real here. Okay. Have a great rest of your week and I will speak to you guys soon.